The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus departed to the mountain to pray, and he spent the night in prayer to God. When day came, he called his disciples to himself, and from these he chose twelve, whom he named apostles. Simon, whom he named Peter, and his brother Andrew. James, John, Philip, Bartholomew, Matthew, Thomas, James, the son of Alphaeus, Simon, who was called a zealot, and Judas, the son of James, and Judas Iscariot, who became a traitor. And he came down with them and stood on a stretch of level ground. A great crowd of his disciples and a large number of the people from all Judea and Jerusalem and the coastal region of Tyre and Sidon came to hear him and to be healed of their diseases. And even those who were tormented by unclean spirits were cured. Everyone in the crowd sought to touch him because power came forth from him and healed them all. The Gospel of the Lord. There's two aspects of our, our first reading and then also our gospel today that really play hand in hand with each other. And so the first one from the reading to the Colossians is this. See to it that no one captivate you with an empty, seductive philosophy according to the tradition of men, according to the elemental powers of the world, and not according to Christ. That is as relevant today as it was back then, and I think it's actually probably more relevant today, perhaps. Um, you know, I'm going to read it again, actually, because it's a really good one. See to it that no one captivate you with an empty, seductive philosophy according to the tradition of men, according to the elemental powers of the world, and not according to Christ. That means that we don't attach ourselves to anything of this world. I think one of the greatest dangers in the world that we see right now is that um, you know, what's referred to on a lot of aspects of social media, like you think about uh, something like Instagram, where what, what's the button that you click when you see something that you like? Uh, follow. You know, that you become a follower of all of these other people or all of these other ideas or sports or hobbies or whatever the heck that this thing is about. That's an elemental power of the world, <laughs> like what's described right here. And we're followers of Jesus Christ, but I think sometimes when we look at our life, it's like, are we followers of more things of the world, or are we following Christ? Again, what is the weight of it in, in our life? And then that goes directly to the very first sentence of the gospel today. Jesus departed to the mountain to pray, and he spent the night in prayer to God. So those two things are, are really opposed to each other, you know, and I've mentioned it before. You, we always see Jesus extracting himself from the world to commune with his heavenly father to actually be in prayer and i think many of you you know certainly for me 
Um, I noticed it, it was gradual. It certainly didn't happen overnight for me. There's no doubt about that. But it was gradual that I started to extract myself more and more from certain things that I did in the world and started to fill my life up more and more with things of God. And, and the balance started to shift. And then my life really started to change. Uh, those that make daily mass a priority, the rosary a priority, um, you know, scripture reading, sp other spiritual reading about the saints and, uh, and other, other spiritual topics, those things are so important. And we really have to see that balance shifted in our life because if we're following too many things that, that are not God, then the balance is just shifted. And, and we'll often notice um, sometimes the difficulties of our life are also shifted. The more we're sort of in the world and attached to it, um, the greater our difficulty seems to be. Um, it's often the nature of any time we're addicted to anything when we, when we think about it. Um, food, alcohol, drugs, sex, they're all things kind of that the world promises, but they usually give us just something very, very fleeting. Uh, as where, you know, we always see Jesus orienting himself towards, again, the next world because he's not of this world. And that's the thing that we have to remind ourselves to. And so we, we always have to make an evaluation of our life, an account of our life, and see how well we're actually doing that. And, um, and, and I've been amazed over the years. I remember in seminary when we first started to pray the bravery. I know some of you are devoted to, to the bravery or aspects of it. Um, it seemed a little overwhelming to pray five different times during the day. You're like, oh, that's a lot, <laughs> you know. And at the beginning, just morning prayer and evening prayer seemed like a lot. But then over the course of, you know, eight years of seminary, um, you, you develop this certain sort of consistency. And then it just seems so unbelievably easy that you're like, what was I so busy with before that this seemed like I had no time to do this? And then over the years, you're like, oh, you know, pray the rosary, chaplain of divine mercy. You know, you're like, how, how is it that all of a sudden I have more time? It's like none of us have more time, but we've rearranged our priorities to be aligned with Christ. And, and once we do that, or the more and more we do that, that's, um, that's why those that we celebrate with that nice little initial ST in front of it, that's why they become saints, because they filled their life up so much with heaven that by the time they died, that they were literally closer to heaven than they were of the things of this earth, and that's what we're all called to be. God bless you all.